Hey, 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 howdy. How are you all doing, listeners? How's uh, how's life? Good, good. Um, so I am currently heading out to collect Little Dude from Cadets. So on this week's episode, those of you that love listening in for the background noises that I add as special effects, this week's noises are road noises. <laughs> so... Um, so I was uh, thinking about the episodes earlier. Um, I've I've got some really fun news to share with you. Um, little dude has been working over the summer. He's um, he's been working with a friend of ours um, and also coming to do some work with me. And he's been getting some really really good work experience. And we sort of talked to him about you know. Now he's 16, he should get himself a little part-time job. Um, And while sort of dad and I worked with him and sort of showed him how he can put a CV together, job searching skills, all things like this. And then I was showing him how to apply for jobs um, and sort of the pressure that I needed to put on him for that was uh, was fun. and it was really interesting watching him apply for jobs because, like, it started off that he he had it in his head that he was going to work for the food chain TGIs um, and he was going to be a waiter. And the second that he turned sixteen, he was going to make an application. They was just going to take him, and that was that was it. Um, so, so he was most disgruntled when we explained to him that applying for one restaurant and putting all your eggs into that basket may not be the solution um he he didn't agree so as you can imagine when he did turn 16 and he did apply it took him a little while to get his tiny little bottom moving but when he did apply he was outraged when they emailed back a generic email to say thank you but actually you haven't got what we're looking for at the moment but we wish you all the luck he was outraged. Did they not know who he was? Were they not aware that he was a part-time star of a very popular podcast series? No, nothing. Uh, so <laughs> he was not happy. Um, so at that stage, he was like, Look, you, you've got to carry on applying. You've got to get, get your name out there. And he was kind of at the start just like applying for one or two positions and then waiting for feedback before then realizing that he had to apply again he was like no no no. you 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 need to be applying for five ten jobs a day and then maybe you'll get somewhere um now dad for his first job he worked at mcdonald's and i think since since little dude has moved in with us ever since then dad has been saying look you you should really think about like when it comes to your first job you should really think about working for mcdonald's because i'm telling you the training is amazing the experience is brilliant you'll meet some people your own age you'll get a real a real feel for what life would be like and like in, in a world of really fast-paced tough tough working environment you you should do this 
Um, and for a while, little dude kind of um, put put the idea off. Um, but then he started to apply for for some of them, which was really really cool. Um, he was then turned down for McDonald's, and he was really upset. He was like, "I can't even get a job at McDonald's. What is going on here?" But he persevered and he carried on and carried on, which was really, really cool. Um, and he then got an interview with Tesco, KFC and McDonald's. He heard back all within sort of close proximity days. Um, and then he did the interview um, with McDonald's and he's got the job, which is really, really cool. Um, and he's, he's going forward with that and he's, um, he's going in to do his sort of like induction tomorrow. And it's really exciting to see how excited he is about this and how animated he is about sort of this next chapter and how this looks for him. Um, and it's also really quite lovely because he, he and dad are starting to share a new thing together and they're starting to talk about it and he's oh I'm gonna go and do my induction and, and, and dad was like oh yeah I remember when I did my induction they they talked about this and this and he he's sort of like dad is coming alive talking about his experiences and I think the pair of them are gonna have this new new little link um to share and to bond over and I think it's gonna be really really nice. Um so I'm I'm looking forward to to see how that develops um but today i was um i was doing some work with with our friend who little dude was um, working with as well and i got to go to work with little dude um and see how he was doing and what sort of behavior he had at work and it was it was really nice it was it was lovely seeing that he was working hard he was being respectful but he'd also learned how to adapt a little bit and have a bit of banter with our friend. Um, and he understood that with me, he could be different because we were at work together. Whilst we were still father and son, actually, over the course of the day, he and I were pretty much on the same level. We've both done the same amount of work for this guy. And... You know, it's not necessarily either of our fortes. So both of us are learning. So we were learning from one another, and it was quite quite nice um, to see. And something else that happened, um, which was quite quite sweet, was he and I were mucking about um, professionally, obviously, um, <laughs> but. We were sort of mucking about having a having a giggle whilst we was doing the work, and um, essentially we were pushing around these huge, heavy machines. Um, and each time that we passed each other, one would push the other one and try to sort of like knock them off balance. Um, and I did it once, and then I found that more and more and more over the course of doing the work, little dude came closer and tried to do it more and more and more and it got me thinking there's an awful lot of talk out there about firsts your first experiences with with our kids the first 
moment that you have, oh man, the, the first time you do meal times, the first time they lose a teeth, tooth, the first word they speak, all, all firsts. And people don't always talk about the lasts. And it got me to thinking about the lasts, not in a morbid way, not as in, you know, this is the last time that he will hug me before I die. It was more, as our kids grow up, the relationship changes. So one thing that I've recognised within, and again, this is like one of my standard generic statements, so it's not going to be for all all kids, and it's very gender-specific, so again, not totally PC. Um, but boys in general, they get to an age where hugging stops being cool, it stops being a part of what they do. So they kind of turn turn hugs off. And there's no real warning, there's no heads up that that's going to happen. It's It feels like it's almost overnight, they just decide that they're, they're too grown up for hugs now, they, they don't need that. Um, now, little dude, he'll... He'll hug us, but it's one of those bro hugs. You know, it's a distant hug. Um, he's he's too too cool for feelings, um, and and that's that's fine because you know that that's one of the things that changes. But what's interesting is what I've recognised about boys is as the hug stops, there's still a need. There's still a a requirement for them to have that sort of physical interaction but they have this social ruling to say that they shouldn't do it so instead of hugging what tends to happen is it gets replaced by sort of <laughs> wayward attacks <laughs> so so you go go from having nice cuddles to all of a sudden you're you're their punch bag but a friendly punch bag so they'll like take jabs at you or they'll wrestle with you or i don't know he he loves at the moment to poke poke us in the stomach and jab us and stuff it's like, <laughs> i've just eaten stop it um but that's something that has changed um and then we were driving um later and um we were driving home and he was like, oh, I'm really sorry this is a bit late notice, but instead of dropping me here, could you actually do a Yui and drop me there? My friends just texted to ask if, if I want to play some football. And I was like, oh, it's not a problem, it's fine. He was like, oh, thank you. I really love you. I said, oh, thank you. He said, right, that's the last time I'm saying it, so don't even act as if I'm saying it again, because I won't. Now, he's he's actually he's really really sweet and he he tells us that he loves us a lot which is really lovely but again if you if you make a thing of it he then will get the teenage embarrassment and he shouldn't feel this way so him saying to me oh that's the last time i'm saying it to you you think well it's not but there might be a time when he doesn't feel like he can say that for a bit and and it's not forever, you know, like I remember when I stopped hugging my dad and started physically attacking him <laughs> and doing play fighting with my dad. And that happened for a few years. And then I got 
over that weird stage of, oh, I'm not supposed to hug me dad. And then went back to hugging him. And now we hug all the time. And it's it's a very natural thing. I don't feel like it's forced from either of us. Um, when I see my brother, he and I will hug each other. So it's... It, <laughs> when it goes I don't think it goes forever and I think there's this part of me that thinks if I made a big deal of it going that's when it might go forever so instead you just kind of allow it to run its course we um we still of a night time we'll still say goodnight and one of us will go up and just go upstairs and, and give little dude a cuddle um, kiss on the forehead, that's as close as we're allowed anymore, and say goodnight. And he's he's indicated a couple of times, he's like, oh yeah, that I'm I'm too too grown up for that now. Don't want that now. And I've I've pushed back a little and said, Oh, but it's something I really like. It's something I I draw a lot of I don't know, a lot of pleasure from being able to sort of finish off a day and say, right, love you, good night. Um and even though he's mentioned a couple of times that he thinks it should stop, each night when he says goodnight to one of us, he then picks which one of us is then going to go up and, and actually, I'll say tuck him in, but basically just go upstairs and say goodnight upstairs. But he picks which one of us does that. And he he hasn't sort of, when we're there, he's not sort of said, oh, yeah, I don't really need this anymore. So he is still enjoying that. He's still enjoying that sort of therapeutic experience. And he knows, he's kind of sort of saying as a teenager, oh, I don't. But inside him, he also knows that he does like it. So he's continuing on with it, which I think is really sweet. Um, but yeah, it did get me to thinking about you know how we how we talk about all of the the firsts that happen, but we don't necessarily think about the lasts, the last time that this will happen, the last time that will happen. Like I remember when I don't know, like I used to love doing bath time. He and I used to have a real beautiful time together, just talking, and we'd talk random nonsense. We had a really lovely time together. And then all of a sudden, before you know it, they're getting a bit too old for it and they don't want that anymore, understandably. And they want a bit of privacy. So you start dishing out that privacy and before you know it, that's something that has stopped. And you're like, oh, I'm never going to get that experience again. Now, obviously, he's 16 I don't think I want to bath him. I think he'd stink. <laughs> but I don't remember the last time that I bathed him. I don't remember that moment. I just remember it not being there anymore. You know, and, and our kids grow up and they grow up so quickly that these these moments change and and we forget and you think oh oh crikey that's that's gone now 
and I wasn't expecting it. I wasn't ready. Or I wasn't prepped. And I guess it, it's made me sort of reflect. And when I reflect on our experiences, I really, I can, I can really smile on the memories that we've had. And I think that when little dude wanted or needed our time as he was growing up, we were we were present and we were available as parents for him as much as we could be. That is not to say that we were present and available 24-7 because that's an impossibility. You have to live your life as well. Um, but it made me think, oh, I, I want to... I want to share this with people because you can be having experiences with your little ones and it might be that you're absolutely exhausted. It might be that you're stressed. It might be that you're just busy with work or busy in life. You know, oh, do you know what? I, I can't do that today. I'll do that tomorrow. And you might sort of not push push those sort of moments away but life might get in the way and I guess my advice to you is savour those moments enjoy them and, and and take pleasure from all of those moments because they're they're wicked they're wonderful and one day they'll stop and you won't get a warning that they're stopping. And then you might sort of stop and go, oh man, it stopped. Did I do it enough? Did I get enough of those moments in? I'm confident that you did. And I'm confident that you will. But I think from, take it from me, someone who's been there and had those experiences and then had the experiences stop Enjoy them whilst they're happening, because you don't know when they'll stop happening. Um, yeah, and I kind of I look now, you know, I I look at him. He's he's sixteen. He's starting to sort of he's now got a job, so he's going to start moving into that. He's he's let us know that he's really keen on the idea of starting a relationship. Um, He's he's now actively seeking someone that he could engage in a relationship with. And he says to me, he said that he he wants to get to know somebody and he wants to spend some real nice time with someone. Um, and I think, again, I think he's at that stage whereby he's craving that um, I'm gonna I'm gonna say he's craving that sort of physical connection, and I don't, I don't mean necessarily jumping into the bedroom. I mean that intimacy with someone, that connection with someone, and and building that that bond and that trust. So he's he's 16 now and he's starting to sort of like really develop friendships and life and he's looking to sort of like develop further from that and he's then gonna we're not gonna sit and watch 
TV series together. We're not going to spend sort of Saturday nights together. And the other day we, you know, we went out for the day. It was such a lovely day. We had a really, really beautiful family day out. And we came back and said, oh, thank you. I've had such a lovely day. Um, I kind of don't want it to end. How about you and I just sit down and watch a Star Wars movie together? And it was lovely. It was so, so lovely. Because it was it was just a nice, normal night. And it was so, so lovely. But again, you think, oh, I wonder... I wonder when the sitting down together to watch movies together will end. Because it will. There'll come a point when it's time for him to move out or it's time for him to have his own friends. It's time for him to go out on a Saturday night and not have a family day. When's the last family holiday? <sighs> I mean, that's scary. Right? Now, listeners, I, I need you to understand. I'm, I'm, I'm not feeling sad here. I'm feeling... <laughs> I'm kind of feeling like um, just mindful and thoughtful um, and I'm just I'm watching him grow and he's he's smashing life he's doing so so well I'm so proud of who he is and the young man that he's become it's it's amazing absolutely amazing but each time I see him grow, I realise that that means he's going to step away. And that's what you want as parents. You want our kids to grow that independence and to be able to step away safely. But in the same breath, it's like, oh, that's that's really sad as well. Because I, I think the world of him and I don't, <laughs> I don't want to spend less time with him. I want to spend more time with him. Um, so yeah, it's, it's a mad one, but we're having a, a lovely experience and I'm loving watching him grow. Um, loving seeing how he grows and who he's becoming, the personality that he's got and all things like this. And yeah, I guess it just makes you think about the next steps and how to, how to prepare yourself for it as well as preparing them um so yeah that's that's this week's musings um i hope you've enjoyed it um i'm gonna conclude now because i've just listened to him yell and scream at the uh the fellow cadets to tell them to salute um and stand to attention um, and they are now being disbanded. So I shall conclude it here. Thank you for tuning in. Thank you for listening to me. Thank you for, <laughs> for tuning in and listening to me uh, get all, all um, what, what would be the word? Um, neurotic? <laughs> I don't know. But look, yeah, thank you for listening. Um, it's amazing to have you uh, listening in. Um, and following our, our story um, as I always say if you've got your own story that you'd like to share or if you have any questions if you have any topics you want me to cover just drop me a line um, give us a follow on our social media so Twitter is adoption advent one 
Facebook and Instagram is adoption.adventures. Um, drop us a line, get in touch. Um, it's always, always great to see you and uh, hear from you. So here's wishing you all the best and I'll speak to you next week.